What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 21 of 100X Secrets, where I document my journey uncovering the secrets to explosive business growth and market domination. My name is Braden Johnson, and I have a passion for growing massive businesses that make lots of money so I can donate that money and make a huge 100X difference in the world. I have not posted in a while. It's been a few months. I wanted to give just a little recap on my life. Uh, since the last episode, I started up another semester here at Brigham Young University. It's where I'm going to college. Uh, I, uh, I changed my major from music education to entrepreneurship, uh, which is a, a pretty, <laughs> pretty uh, big change there. And uh, honestly, I, I've been so excited. Um, music has always brought a lot of uh, enjoyment to my life. I, I took drum lessons for six years and, uh, I was, you know, in concert band in high school or, you know, Martin middle school and high school. I was in drum line. I was in the jazz band for a few years. And, uh, and then I, for two semesters of college, I, I, I was preparing to study, um, music education and be a band director. And I love music. It's so fun, but like I, there, there was always kind of like a little catch in the back of my mind. And I didn't realize it, but I just, I just didn't have an excitement for it. And it's been really interesting. Um, I, uh, I got into marketing and, and, uh, and business development and different things over the summer. And, uh, and it was such a big, uh, change for me. Uh, and I, I just was having so much fun with it that I decided that I, I wanted to change my major and make that, uh, my career as a business owner instead of, uh, instead of a business, uh, a band director. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, so, uh, in preparation to get into my school's, uh, entrepreneurial management program, I've been taking a few of the prerequisite courses. One of them is a marketing class and, uh, which I'll, I'll talk about a few things that I've been learning in there. Uh, another one is, uh, it, it was called entrepreneurship, or, uh, entrepreneur, yeah, I think it's called Entrepreneurship Bootcamp. Um, and, uh, and, and so where we like created a, a, a brand new business idea and then uh, did some validating, um, talking to people and, and seeing if, uh, if that would be something that we could possibly make money with. And uh, so that was a lot of fun. And so, but, but the, the challenge with being uh, here at school is in addition to like dating and like my church responsibilities and homework um, and like working out and stuff is I, the, the work that I've been putting into my business, um, doing marketing for, uh, for the two people that I've been uh, working for so far has basically come to a halt. <laughs> and so I'm looking forward to the Christmas break where I can uh, get back and, uh, and, and start really devoting some time into, um, you know, making sure that our, uh, Instagram ads are working and, uh, you know, and, and making some money, uh, for my, uh, for the person that I'm working with. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but I, I, I wanted to, uh, share a few things today that, uh, that I, that I've learned since the last time that I, that I, um, made a podcast episode. And, uh, and, and hopefully that's a value to you. I, I, and I'm, I've, I've learned a lot and it's been really cool. So 
so to start, so I read a book called The Lean Startup. It's by Eric Reese. And, uh, and I have, I, I held a Zoom interview with uh, BYU's uh, entrepreneurship programs, uh, the, the director, the previous director of that program. And, uh, and, and that was a lot of fun. And as, as I was preparing for that interview, I found out that uh, the Rollins Center for Entrepreneurship and Technology, which is uh, what the program is called, uh, was one of the first programs in the world to adopt the lean startup methodology. Uh, and so I'll kind of talk about a little bit about what that is. And uh, I have, I'll be posting that uh, interview that I had uh, with, uh, with Mr. Peterson and, uh, and he'll go a little bit more into it, but, uh, so here's just kind of like some main takeaways, uh, from the book, uh, that I read about. And, uh, so one thing that I thought was really cool, he said, uh, when first starting a business, uh, Eric Reese was saying, seek to find the early adopters rather than like the mainstreamers. And what that means is try and market your, your new product to people who love to try new things. And the reason that is, is because according to what he was saying is that they tend to be more um, easygoing and forgiving of mistakes. And so I thought that was really cool because uh, it's something that I hadn't really thought of is that there's like different groups of people. And I've, I, uh, I, I believe it was in my marketing class. They were even talking about how um, there's sort of this bell curve uh, distribution of people uh, and their behaviors as far as like adopting new uh, things in their life. And so on the left half of that bell curve, if you can kind of imagine, you know, I don't know if you like learned that in high school or college or anything, but they uh, on the left half uh, are the people who tend to to hop on to like new technologies, new programs. Uh, they, they just have sort of this adventurous spirit. And, uh, and so they're, they're easier to capture when you're introducing a product or a service to the market. And, uh, so, so that was a cool thing that he mentioned. Another thing was that he said, there's four questions to ask yourself when you're starting a new venture. The first one is do consumers realize, recognize that they have the problem you're trying to solve? Uh, the second one is if there was a solution, would they buy it? The third is, would they buy it from us? And then can we build that solution for them? And so uh, in, in my uh, startup bootcamp class, uh, we wanted to create, we, we noticed that there was this learning software that our school used. It's called Learning Suite. And the problem was, is that uh, in addition to using Learning Suite to submit assignments and look for like, you know, assignment due dates and all this different stuff, there were like other platforms on the internet that we had to go to for different classes to submit assignments there. And so it was like kind of hard to, uh, to pull all the assignments from like all these different places and like make sure that we were getting things submitted on time. And it was just kind of a headache. And so we, uh, so what we wanted to do is create a, a product, an app that allowed people to log into those, all those different platforms, learning suite and canvas and uh, you know, my educator and all these different things and pull like download their assignments from all those places into one spot so that 
people, you know, students wouldn't have this, this challenge of keeping up with things. And so, um, so we kind of asked ourselves some of these questions. It was like, uh, do consumers recognize that they have the problem you're trying to solve? That's, that was one question we went about, uh, answering in our validation, uh, part of the project is so we, we go out and we, we, uh, we wrote up a questionnaire and it had a couple of questions and, uh, it was like, you know, first of all, do you even use multiple platforms for assignments? And then like, we asked them to rate the problem it was for them. You know, was it a hassle? You know, was it, did they miss assignments and stuff? And we asked them to rate it one to 10. And, um, and then we, I think there was another question. Um, but that was kind of aimed at, uh, asking people if they recognize that they have a problem. So, uh, it was really interesting. We had like an overwhelming, like 92% of the people, like all the people that we surveyed, I think we had somewhere around 140 people that we talked to and, um, and like, you know, 92% of those people said that they like had this problem and that they were willing to buy it. Um, and, and so, you know, kind of looking in hindsight, the last two questions, would they buy it from us? And then can we build that solution for them? I feel like one question that we didn't necessarily um, put enough emphasis on, I feel like, is would they buy it from us? As in, um, we, well, I guess I should say we, we had this incredible guy, um, his name's Griffin, and he created this like prototype for us. And uh, <laughs> to be honest, I actually, so like, I just like didn't get around to using the prototype when we were asking the questions. And so I guess that was my, my fault in uh, not getting people's feedback on like our solution and like what they thought of that specifically. So anyway, so I'll take the blame on that one. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so that was kind of a cool experience of like, uh, trying to validate this, um, this project, this, you know, this new solution that we had and talk to actual people who are actual, you know, dream customers and, uh, and see what they thought about it. And so, uh, so, so those are a couple of things that, uh, that he was sharing. Um, in addition to that, I had this really cool idea. So, so Eric Reese feels that. Um, being an entrepreneur should be a job title that can exist in existing companies. So for example, if you have a big company like Coca-Cola or, uh, you know, like old Navy or I don't know, any old like existing company, uh, it's essential for them to adapt and to update themselves to maintain, you know, to stay with the, with the, uh, with the market. And so Eric Reese was saying that an innovator or an entrepreneur should be a job title within existing companies, which I thought was kind of cool. Cause it's like, well, no, you like entrepreneurs are supposed to be the people who, you know, who like startup businesses. And it's like always like the business, like the startup business, but you can, you can be an entrepreneur inside of a company by, you know, uh, heading up like a new division of the company or, uh, or creating a new product for the company or, uh, or adding features to an existing product, things like that. And so, um, that was really interesting. And that kind of sparked the idea in my mind that if, if being an entrepreneur, uh, inside of a company is like something that could be possible, then it's like, I could develop those skills and I could be a professional entrepreneur that people could pay me and hire me on 
to to create new products for them or to launch a new uh, a new software that they have or you know something like that. So anyway, that I'm just I'm still trying to kind of figure out exactly what I want my business to look like you know, going forward as a career. And so it was really cool to, you know, have these like different ideas coming into my mind. Um, and then also he just mentioned that like success as a business is learning how to solve the customer's problem. Um, that, that kind of leads me to uh, a quotation from, uh, from, hold on, I'm getting mixed up here. <laughs> uh, well, oh yeah, that's right. So uh, I believe there was a quote, and I think it was from my professor, Michael Swenson, from my marketing class. And he was saying that a brand is results. And so like, if you think about like Coca-Cola, for instance, like their brand and the value that their name has to people is that they can trust them to deliver a result, which is a satisfying drinking, you know, satisfying experience drinking like a soft drink. And, uh, similarly, um, I've mentioned this before, but, um, I ha I kind of like started my like marketing career, uh, learning from a guy named Russell Brunson. And so like his, his name and his, uh, his branding with, you know, his training courses and the product that he has called click funnels, all of those things, uh, have value in people's minds because of, of the results he's able to give them. As in, he's able to make the process of, of marketing and pulling in new clients way easier and way faster and more efficient. And so that was a really cool um, insight that I learned that brands are caused by results that you give to your ideal customers. Uh, an additional thing that I learned in my marketing class was that uh, when you are marketing, you have three different groups of people. You have the love group, uh, who are your brand champions. They, <clears throat> they love what you do. You know, they'll tell their friends about you and they're just like passionate about your product or your service. Then you have the swing group who's like kind of indifferent or they don't know about your product or they, they've used it before, but they're like kind of still up in the air about wanting to continue. And then you have the third group, which is the hate group. And it's like, no matter how how much you market to them, no matter what you say, no matter what kind of products you have, like they will hate you. <laughs> and, uh, and that might be because just because they're loyal to a different brand, it could be that, uh, they just don't line up with the values of your company, different things. But, um, my professor is explaining that the swing group is the, is like the, I think he was saying the majority of the people are kind of in the swing group where it's like, they don't love it, but they don't hate it. And they're just like open to change. And he was saying that in order to win over the swing group, which is like where most of your company, your customers will probably come from is that you need to identify how the love group views your product. You have to talk to them and see what it is about your product or service that like they just love like is it the connection they feel when they use facebook for instance how they're able to connect with their family and it brings this closeness and this um this joy that comes from spending time with family or is it uh is it is it that you know the the speed and the and the ease with creating uh landing pages that click funnels makes 
that uh, takes this burden off of, uh, you know, business owners' shoulders and allows them to uh, spend time on things that they're passionate about. All these things uh, that motivate the group of people who love your brand. And you need to take that perspective and show that perspective to the swing group. Uh, he was explaining that like that's the best way to win over customers is to show them why your devoted customers love you so much. And that was just kind of like a cool insight that I hadn't really thought of and it like makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and so kind of like to, to round out um, this episode here of just some things that I've been learning and thinking about is uh, I wanted to share with you uh, kind of this, this idea for sort of a legacy that I want to leave behind. Um, you know, obviously like after my life ends and stuff. And, uh, and, and so I was kind of thinking about this and I, I feel really passionate about helping, um, helping young people identify what they love and then feel confident that they can make a business and earn a living doing that thing. And so like, I, I would, I think it would be just very cool to create a program or a process or something that allows, you know, kids all across the country or even across the world um, to connect with professionals who can mentor them and like teach them the foundational principles that will help them like live happily and with, you know, earn wealth and, and feel fulfilled. Like the things that that like really successful people understand. And I want to give that information and I want to make it available to, to everybody because I feel like the only difference between, between, you know, the kids who go on to start companies and, you know, live these incredible lives uh, and like understand how to, you know, relate with people and, um, and they just like, they've just been taught these principles that help them feel fulfilled. And, and the, the difference between those people and the people who, you know, are in school and, you know, maybe like one or both of their parents aren't in their lives and they just have a bunch of negative influences. And, you know, maybe some of them end up in jail or things like that. I feel like the, the main difference is that they just don't understand the principles that can lead them to a successful life. And so I want to create some way for, for those people to, to get that information. Um, I've, I've been really inspired by, um, gosh, I, I can't remember what his name is. I, I want to say it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll remember it, uh, after this, but it's not Bloomberg and it's not like, maybe it's gold, Goldberg. I forget, but, um, he's this older, older gentleman and he's kind of in the, in the latter stages of his life and he just wants to give. And so he has this like, you know, this website that has all this content about stuff like I'm talking about, like business success and, you know, self-help and all this different stuff. And so that's kind of something that I would like to work towards. Um, and I think would be really reward rewarding for me. So, um, I had a couple other things that I wanted to kind of touch on, but, um, Maybe I'll get to them in a different episode, but um, I hope that something that I said here was helpful and insightful. And uh, I I am working on uh, setting a goal for myself to read two books uh, per week. 
And uh, it, that that's an idea that came to me. My my uh, entrepreneurship professor's name's uh, Taylor Halverson, and he's a great guy. And uh, and he's read you know upwards of of sixteen hundred books. I'm actually working for him to. Um, to put together, like, you know, to organize a bunch of summaries and stuff for him from all those books. But he listens to books uh, at three times speed. And then, um, and so he's just able to fly through all these books. And he has just this like repository of knowledge about like, oh, this guy wrote this. And he said this about this thing. And, you know, this guy said this. And, you know, these different books talk about this thing. So that's really inspiring. I want to do that. And that'll allow me to, I feel like, accelerate my learning um, and hopefully I can, you know, pass on some of that to you. So, um, <laughs> this is funny. I'm, I'm kind of out of the, uh, out of the practice, but, um, until next time, keep learning, <laughs> keep practicing and prepare yourself so you can make a 100 X difference in the world.